pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Hello, Grinders, and welcome to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to help you break down today's games and kind of go through them. Uh, It's a Friday. Love the Friday slates. We have tons of games, which is awesome. We'll be talking some fantasy draft, uh, DraftKings and FanDuel. We'll talk about all the prices, uh, but, uh, you know, if you haven't yet, check out Fantasy Draft, guys. Uh, It's a great site in general. Uh, Just helps you build a roster. First baseman, outfielders, all different guys. You don't have to roster a terrible shortstop position. Uh, so, uh, yeah, no catchers are needed to roster. And if you want to roster them, you get them at under-owned ownership. So uh, that's Fantasy Draft. If you guys haven't checked it out, it's a fun, different way to kind of play DFS. So if you're, you know, say you play DraftKings or FanDuel and don't want to play against some of the bigger dogs or want to play some, uh, you know, more condensed, uh, you know, contests where the, there's not 150 entry max, uh, head on over and check out Fantasy Draft. One other thing before we get started, uh, if you guys don't know about this yet, uh, STL cards, he has 500k wins so far in 2018. Uh, This guy's on an absolute tear, and he is going to be doing a webinar on how to use Lineup HQ. He's doing that at 2.30, so be sure to check that out. I'm definitely going to be checking that out as well. I think it's an awesome tool, Lineup HQ in general. There are so many great things within it. But uh, yeah, I mean, STL Card is just going to go through it and kind of show you his process, right? So that's something you obviously want to try and duplicate if you can. Uh, if I could duplicate, uh, you know, 500K wins, I would. So uh, it's definitely something I'm going to be looking at and kind of evaluating with my process. I think it's something that's important to do in DFS is look at your process and kind of, uh, you know, think what are you doing right? What are you doing wrong? And being able to compare it with somebody else's is a great way to do that. So make sure to check that out at 2.30 today. And if you miss out on it, I'm sure it's going to be available uh, at some point somewhere. I don't if it'll be premium or what but uh you know check it out at 2 30 if you can and if you can't uh, there should be another way to somehow access it i'm sure but uh make sure to check that out today at 2 30 uh so you you can check it out it's just gonna be awesome but other than that uh let's dive into the games we have an awesome awesome slate uh no giants and cubs game that's the only game that's not on the slate but other than that you know just a loaded slate which is great for cash games uh we get tons of different uh, ownership all around we have also a lot of aces on the mound so i'm gonna love that it's great for tournaments too to have the ownership mix because you can get whatever stack you want pretty much at any ownership that you want only one we really have to worry about a little bit is the cores one so let's dive right into the games First game on the slate, we have the Toronto Blue Jays and the Philadelphia Phillies. This is a nine total. We got Sam Gaviglio against Zach Eflin. And uh, first look at this game is, uh, you know, obviously it being a big slate, uh, not one of the most appealing games that I want to be targeting, but uh, you know, on the on the Blue Jays side of the ball against Eflin, I probably have some interest in the lefties a little bit in like guys like Smoke and Granderson. Problem is Eflin's been pretty good this year to start out. Uh, I don't expect him to keep continuing up what he's been doing, but uh, I think that there should be reason to have a little bit of interest in some of these lefties where they're cheap. I just don't want to go too crazy. Again, it's not a game that I love. Uh, not a game where I'm going to stack it up. I don't think it's necessary to stack the Blue Jays. Maybe just take a couple guys as a one-off, like a Granderson or a Smoke. 
uh, and kind of move on. Not too much there. On the uh, Philly side of the ball against Gaviglio, though, I mean, uh, I have a little interest in this Phillies team just because this Phillies offense is, uh, you know, very, maybe not boom bust, but I should say, but they have a lot of upside. A uh, guy like Cesar Hernandez, you know, with the stolen base upside and what he's been doing this year, he's been phenomenal. Hoskins, then they got Herrera, Santana, I mean, all those lefties there, those three at the top of the order. I mean, that's an interesting stack, the one through four, and then maybe even throwing like a Nick Williams uh, if he's cheap enough and he's towards the top of the lineup. I wouldn't hate that. I don't want to go too crazy. It is a good ballpark, though, obviously, in Philadelphia, so it's definitely something to be noted. Wind's also blowing out. Uh, looks like it's going to be 12 miles an hour today. It's going to be 82 degrees, so, uh, you know, a lot of hot uh, hot temperatures today, so something to note, something to definitely look at here with this game. I think it's an interesting spot for the Phillies, but again, I'm not going too crazy with these guys. Uh, I, I don't think I need to go load up on them. Next game, we got the Los Angeles Angels and the New York Yankees. We got Andrew Heaney against Luis Severino, and oh, it's tough, right? Uh, I was actually talking to one of my friends about it yesterday because he's an Angels fan. He's going to the game on Saturday, and he was like, thank goodness we don't. I don't have to go watch Severino uh, you know, just destroy uh, my Angels, he said. That's what he said to me, and I was like, oh, man, yeah, I agree with you. You wouldn't want to see one of those games, obviously. You want to see uh, the Angels go off uh, if you're a fan of them. And uh, it's tough here because you know, we were talking about even the DFS slate today, and he kind of said, uh, you know, Severino looks like a good option, but the problem is the Angels don't trick out a ton, and it's true. Uh, Angels are definitely not a team you want to target right that offense too is going to be at a good ballpark pump in new york that's obviously going to be uh, very helpful but severino i mean he has pitched absolutely lights out this year it's hard to argue with everything he has done he has just been phenomenal so one of the problems here is like i have an ace here that i really want to be targeting but the problem is is he's just not in a matchup i love and there, there's Another ace that I like in the matchup instead that I'm going to be targeting most, uh, and it's just too good of a matchup. I, I kind of don't want to stay you know stay away from that matchup at all. And there's just a lot of uh, hitters in this lineup that can be a little bit scary, even though they're all right-handed hitters, right? Like Trout, Upton. Uh, you got, I mean, not Pools. Uh, I mean, Otani. Uh, Otani is a lefty. That's the one thing that obviously helped. But uh, the question is, I don't even know if Otani is definitely going to play today or not. Obviously, be on the lookout for that because I think he's supposed to pitch soon. Uh, so if that's the case, like, uh, you know, let's say Otani's not lined up because we know they do some funky things with it. Let's say Otani's not lined up. Man, that'd uh, make it even more interesting with getting right handed heavy. So I think Severino, he's interesting in tournaments. I don't think he's like your, uh, you know, most optimal ace today. I think he's an interesting tournament play that could go absolutely under own. Uh, but, you know, I really don't want to be targeting the Angels too much. Uh, this offense only strikes out 17.8% of the time against righties. So uh, definitely something that's uh, worth noting. Uh, I'm just looking to see. Yeah, Otani. Yeah, Otani's not, not bringing the number down uh, number down too much to skew the numbers. So it looks like we're fine there. But uh, other than that, like I said, I, I really think that uh, Severino is a really good tournament option that no one's going to play because for the reasons I talked about. And he's not as much of a cash game option, though, just because it is a pretty high... Uh, uh, powered offense going into a smaller ballpark and uh, I don't want to be targeting the Angels too much. Uh, I don't think it's worth it in cash games. Let's go on to the next game and we got the St. Louis Cardinals and the Pittsburgh Pirates is in nine total and uh, feel similar to the uh, the Phillies and the uh, Blue Jays game. Just another game I don't want to target too much, uh, especially because the ballpark is not the greatest ballpark in Pittsburgh. Even though we got John Gant and Joe Musgrove uh, going up against each other. If you don't know much about Joe Musgrove, I believe he's the guy that came from the Astros. 
so I just don't think this is a game that we need to really be targeting too much. Uh, you know, Musgrove, sure, uh, you know, you, you could target him, but he, he hasn't been bad. He's not, like, been an absolute gas can. So uh, I, I don't think we need to. And Gant, too, again, I know he struggled against lefties. Guys like Polanco and Dickerson and Bell could be interesting, but, again, in this ballpark, I don't know. I just don't think it's necessary. This feels like a really good, like, cross-off game on the slate. Uh, so I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to cross this one off and kind of move on quickly from it. Uh, I know it's kind of lame, uh, but it just doesn't seem like a game I have too much interest in. I uh, just don't think we need to really target the offenses here in this ballpark. Uh, the pitchers, they're fine. They're, they're not, they're not good pitchers, but I just don't think they're the gas cans that we want to be targeting with the offenses that we want to, uh, you know, be putting into our lineup. So let's go on to the next one. We got the Washington Nationals and the Miami Marlins and one reason I don't really want to play Severino today is I got Max Scherzer and uh, he's probably the best pitcher in baseball right now and uh, he's going up against the Marlins it's very simple the Marlins are really really terrible Uh, not worried about their offense Uh, sure they're not striking out as much as I would hope right that is one thing I was hoping they would do a little bit more this year when I saw going into the season I was like man I'm going to target Miami a ton uh, they're striking out right now 21.3% of the time against against right-handed uh, pitchers, so that's obviously going to be helpful. And I guess Scherzer's just not a guy that I want to, uh, you know, Scherzer's just a guy I want. Like, he's going to be the best pitcher on the slate. Uh, you have to have him, I think. Uh, it's just too too tough not to play him in cash games. Sure, you, you can play Severino, right? He's going up against, uh, you know, the Angels, though. Like, it feels like whenever there's an ace here on the mound I keep looking at today, it seems like there is some reason to not want to play them. And, like, Scherzer is a guy that you just play. Like, so, jam him in your cash games. He's a good tournament option, too. One thing I love about this is I'm sure that he'll, won't get the ownership he would get on, like, a five-game slate or a seven-game slate. He just won't get that ownership. So, uh, I'm excited about it, so I'll be loading up on Scherzer. Uh, on the opposite side, you got Jose Urena, and uh, you know there's you know guys like Juan Soto for cheap who are going to be interesting if he gets a really good lineup spot. I'll have interest in him. Bryce Harper, I mean, it seems like an easy home run spot for him, especially in this Miami uh, park. Like this is going to be good for pitchers. I get it, but uh, Harper, I mean, he can hit out of any park, so I'm not that worried about that. But uh, yeah, I think this is too good of a spot to really ignore some of these Nationals guys. So Harper and Soto, probably two of my favorite uh, guys I'm looking at in this lineup. If you want to stack it up, you can. It's obviously not the best park to stack up in. Uh, you know, going to be great for Scherzer. Like I said, uh, Scherzer in this park is going to be phenomenal. It's a pitcher's park. Uh, we got, you know, the really bad offense. Everything lines up for just loading up on Scherzer. They may be picking some one-offs here on some Nationals bats against Urena, who's not that great. But let's go on to the next game. Again, make sure to get Scherzer in a lot of your lineups. You want to be overweight on him. Dallas Keuchel against Corey Kluber. We got the Houston Astros and Cleveland Indians, and this is an eight total. And, uh, you know, a battle of two really talented pitchers, uh, really good pitchers here. Uh, Corey Kluber, he's obviously a guy that uh, we like, but, you know, going into Nashville's offense, I don't think it's necessary to target. Again, like I said, there are aces on the mound today, but in just spots that you don't love. And against the Astros, I'll pass. And then Dallas Keuchel, again, he's a really good real-life pitcher. Uh, not as much for DFS getting all the strikeouts that we want, but uh, against the Indians offense, again, not a spot I really want to target. and feels like a really good stay away game. Just hope the game is a, a pretty good pitcher's duel, right? Uh, maybe like a, a three to two, a four to three, you know, a couple runs are hit. Uh, and on top of that, maybe the pitchers don't have that great games to, uh, you know, they give up enough earned runs and they don't get enough strikeouts because they're going up against pretty good offenses where you're just kind of okay with it. So uh, yeah, that's my hope here with this game. 
if you want to get some exposure, like if you're a big tournament guy and you play a lot of different lineups, I get it, right? You want to kind of have some exposure to guys like Kluber and Keuchel. Like I don't want to, I mean, maybe not Keuchel, but probably Kluber. You want to have exposure to an ace like that, but it is a tough Astros offense. So again, I don't know. I, I just would try my best to stay away from this one if you could. Next game on the slate, Chicago White Sox, Detroit Tigers is a nine total. And uh, Ronaldo Lopez going against Mike Byers and seems like a pretty good spot for uh, tournaments to really look at on an offenses that people probably won't touch too much. It's just because it's a 15 game slate, not the sexiest offenses. You know, people will play the White Sox on like smaller slates, uh, but on this big slate, they might go overlooked against Byers. And then same with the Tigers. They're going to go completely overlooked too. This isn't like my favorite teams to stack today, but, uh, you know, trying to look at some cheap options, right? If we're trying to play a guy like a Max Scherzer, right? Uh, we need some cheap stacks. So uh, I think the Tigers against Lopez is interesting. Uh, you know, you get uh, a guy like Martin at, two, you know, really cheap price tag. Uh, you know, it depends on what site you're looking at. I, I had uh, the Fandle pricing up there. Let me pull up the uh, the DraftKings one really quick to see what it is. I believe he's a little bit higher on DraftKings specifically because i remember hearing someone say that uh the other day that martin's price is a little pricey over there but like i said like the the tigers and white Sox might be an interesting offense to look at just from a cheap perspective and yeah 3.4k isn't bad uh you know you get like john hicks for a decent price so like no one's above 4k here on the tigers and then you look at the white Sox, uh no one's above 4.2k so if you're trying to get a guy like max scherzer and these are some interesting offenses, right? Mike Fires, he can struggle and give the home runs a ton. Ronaldo Lopez, he's definitely, you know, this entire White Sox staff has been a team that we've kind of been targeting for uh, most of the year here. So I think I'm going to continue to target them uh, for most of the year again because it makes a ton of sense. So Lopez, he's definitely going to be uh, on my list to target here for sure. If you look at the plate IQ, uh, you know, XFIP at 5.60, definitely struggling there a ton. Fly balls 48.6% of the time. That's obviously going to be good for us. And the lefties, uh, you know, Woba at 340, ISO at, at 227. Really targeting the lefties is going to be important. And uh, I would obviously throw in Castellanos too if I was doing a Tiger stack. I don't want to make sure to get him in there. He is one of the better hitters on the team. And that White Sox bullpen is not that good either. So we can obviously target that too. So yeah, uh, this is an interesting game stack, honestly, uh, with Scherzer, if you can get him for cheap. But like I said, uh, we just when, when I'm trying to play slates with Scherzer, I need some cheap offenses. So uh, I think the White Sox and Tigers are kind of interesting. Again, not, not my favorite offenses on the day, not teams I'm jamming in in cash games or players I'm jamming in cash games, but I think it's an interesting just contrarian tournament play to uh, kind of consider. Let's go on to the next game, and uh, man, this is definitely going to be a, a game to load up on with the offenses. Uh, I know Julio Tejeron's been good. Uh, we got we got the Atlanta Braves and the Boston Red Sox, and like I said, I know Tejeron's been good, but this Red Sox offense they have a five point eight two run total here in this hot uh, you know hot environment. Uh, wind's going to be blowing out fifteen miles an hour, eighty four degrees, and we got this uh, Boston Park, so obviously going to be very good for hitters here. And we got on the opposite side, we got Eduardo Rodriguez, who uh, he can definitely struggle at times. So uh, he's another guy, like I said, if we get like an extreme hitter's umpire here, man, that would be really bad for him. It could be great for that Atlanta offense. And Atlanta could be a really interesting contrarian stack that no one really looks to. I can see a lot of people looking to definitely stack up Boston, just seeing the run total at 5.82. I know they're expensive. But uh, yeah, I think definitely think you're going to want to get some exposure to these guys here. I know Julio Tejeron has been good this year. Like I said it once, I said it twice, I'll say it again. He's been really good. I don't 
know how he's been doing it. Uh, it's weird though. Vegas kind of disagrees here, obviously giving the Red Sox this really high run total, but Julio Tejeron is going to be in uh, Boston, which is obviously a hitter's park. I and, I mean, that offense has been on fire too, like Mookie Betts, the man can't stop. Uh, and I just decided to look up his BVP just for fun. And of course, Mookie Betts, four for eight with uh, a triple and two doubles. No home runs, but I wouldn't be surprised if he hits a home run today because, hey, Mookie Betts is just absolutely crushing the ball right now. So, uh, I mean, this Red Sox offense, like I always say, if you want to stack them up, go for it. It's just the question is, do you have the salary? Can you make it work? There's some pretty good price tags on Ben and Intendi in your cash games and Hanley Ramirez. They seem like good guys to make mixing even a Rafael Devers or a Bogart so uh wouldn't be afraid to get those guys in your lineups uh in your cash games of course if you can get Mookie and JD go for it but just definitely tough to fit into your lineups on the Braves side if you want to stack them up in, in a, as a contrarian tournament play you know that one through five one through six is pretty solid uh and I'd kind of call it there maybe maybe wrap around stack if you get Swanson in there it depends what they do with their lineup though you kind of have to look to see so if you're playing the Braves stack uh for a little contrariness uh make sure to see what their lineup is and uh I wouldn't hate it but not not one of my favorite things to do on the slate Let's go to the next game, Baltimore Orioles and the Tampa Bay Rays. And uh, we have two pitchers, David Hess and Sergio Romo, and, uh, or Romo, I should say. And uh, Romo, he has been uh, pretty decent so far. Uh, in, and this is like the classic bullpen, bullpen game for them. I just think we stay away from the uh, Orioles here. Uh, don't need to play him. I know people might see a guy like Sergio Romo and think, oh, bullpen game, just stay away. Uh, the Rays, they get really situational with it, and I just think that they've done too well in the bullpen games. I'm not really targeting it right now, especially with the terrible Orioles offense. So I'll pass, especially in this ballpark too. Uh, one of the better pitchers parks, I'm going to pass on that. And then David Hess, no need for me to play him against this Rays team. If anything, I'd probably look for like a guy like a Denard Span at the top for cheap. Uh I just don't want to go crazy. This again, this is another game I'm going to kind of uh, try my best to cross off and move on from because I don't think it's one of the better hitting environments, not one of the better pitching ones. Just going to kind of stay away if I can. So that'll about wrap up that game. Uh, we can go on to the next one here. We have the Kansas City Royals and the Texas Rangers. Nine and a half total. Eric Scoglin against Mike Miner. This is definitely going to be a game they want to get some exposure to. It is going to be a hot 94 degrees in Texas. Wind will be blowing in, but it doesn't affect it too much there, I believe. It, I mean, they did some things to kind of fix that with the jet stream. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Eric Scoglin's not good. Mike Miner's had his struggles. I mean, both these lefties are going to be guys that we're going to want to target. I'm definitely going to want to get some exposure in my uh, cash games. And even though the Royals are not a team I love to, to get exposure to, I'm definitely going to have to look to do it in cash for sure. Uh, Whit Merrifield, Jorge Sol definitely good guys to consider for decent price tags i like salvador perez where you can get him cheap problem is he's kind of expensive and hey if you get salvador perez on fantasy draft at a catcher position that people aren't going to play uh you know that's obviously a good thing to do so uh I'd like that too uh i don't love stacking up the royals here but uh i think you know picking uh picking your spots of them is not a bad idea uh just the Royals' runs are not, uh, you know, created uh, equal to other offenses. And on a 15-game slate, I don't think stacking the Royals is my favorite thing to do. I didn't mind doing it yesterday on such a small slate. Uh, I know they were kind of chalky, though. That was the one problem. But, uh, yeah, I do think that this is an offense to get some exposure to in your cash games. Really look to the righties. I think uh, kind of getting exposure to them. Maybe then going to, like, uh, Mike Moustakis is the one lefty I would look at because he's such a good lefty. And then uh, one ready to also consider, I mean, 
like I wouldn't consider uh, Escobar or Abraham Almonte too much. Maybe Almonte a little bit, but uh, Hunter Dozier I think is an interesting guy to consider just because he's really cheap uh, around the industry right now. If you're kind of stacking him up, that's kind of how I would do it. Just focus on those righties against minor. And hey, Texas is a bad bullpen too, so that'll help as well. On the Rangers side of the ball, though, against Scoglin, I mean, Scoglin is bad. So uh, the righties are the ones you're going to want to look at. But the problem is, uh, you know, a lot of their better hitters for the Rangers are the lefties. So that kind of always causes some problems when there's a bad lefty on the mound. And you kind of have to see what the Rangers will do with their lineup. They kind of, uh, you know, will change some stuff up. They'll probably put in Ryan Rua, who's an interesting cheap option. But you have to worry about Ryan Rua getting DH for. I like the lineup of the Shields. It's a really nice cheap option at the top. I'll probably uh, consider him. Same with... Uh, Isaiah Keener Falifa, I think is the way you say his name. Uh, and Profar, he's been crushing the ball. He's been playing really well. I like Profar. And then I don't mind, it. like I said, if you're going to stack this team up, I think you should mix in some of these lefties and not be too worried about it and uh, kind of hope you get the bullpen early. Because if you get this bullpen early, I mean, if you get that bullpen early, uh, it, it's definitely going to be good. Uh, and having those lefties in there is going to definitely be contrarian. People won't be playing guys lefty lefty. And uh, there, there's some pretty, you know, like good lefty and hitters here. I know, again, lefty lefty is not the most ideal situation, but a guy like since you chew Mazzara, they're, they're just very good, uh, you know, very good hitters in general. So uh, again, this is a game I'm going to want to load up on. You're going to want to get a lot of exposure to this game. Definitely going to be, uh, you know, one to target a ton. So uh, have to have to love this game. Uh, definitely get exposure to it on this slate. Next one, New York Mets, Milwaukee Brewers. And, uh, you know, another ace on the mound today. But again, the ace is not in that great of a spot. Uh, that's kind of one of the worries here with Noah Syndergaard. He gets a Brewers team, and what the what do the Brewers do? I mean, they're the team that runs the most in the league. Uh, if people get on base, uh, and that's the question if, right? Because Syndergaard, he could obviously have a lights-out game because the Brewers are a team that can swing and miss a ton. They can obviously, you know, they're very boom-bust. So if they bust, it could get ugly, which makes him a great tournament play. Syndergaard could obviously have that 10-strikeout game, uh, pitch seven innings, but his pitch count has been really getting eaten up a ton. And like I said, I worry the Brewers eat up his pitch count too much. I worry the Brewers are going to steal a ton of bases on him because he struggled with that i know uh Mezzarocco has been behind the plate a little bit but uh i'm not seeing him as the catcher back there and i don't know if something happened to him last night i may have missed it i didn't get to watch uh too much baseball last night but uh yeah, I don't know. It, it, we have uh, Tomas Nito back there, but I don't, I don't think it really matters because Syndergaard has just been giving up so many stolen bases uh, historically, and it's just been so bad. So I think that you have to worry about the Brewers here. And like, say we get like a Jonathan VR at the top. Like, I think he becomes interesting, sort of in cash games for cheap, just because if he gets on, I mean, it's a free stolen base. It seems like so uh, you're just getting like a free nine points to start if you get like walked or you know, or maybe not nine points. Depends where you play, but uh, that's Fanzel scoring. Uh, you know. Uh, DraftKings you'll get like if you get the walk you get two and then you get the you know the stolen base that's obviously good so like I said stolen bases are going to be big uh, here I just worry about Syndergaard a little bit I think you can give up too many runs where on a 15 game slate I don't want to pay for him but in tournaments if you are playing those and you're loading up uh, you know 150 lineups like you're going to want to probably get a little overweight on him just because of the upside he could have uh, I wouldn't want to get too much overweight though where I feel uncomfortable 
uh, Brewer side, we got Junior Guerrero on the mound. And uh, I mean, these bets lefties are going to be the where I have my interest uh, against the against Guerrero. I think it makes a ton of sense. You look at this ballpark in Milwaukee. It's a good park for left-handed power. And uh, what are the Mets good at? They, they are a good left-handed power team. Like uh, if you could move the Mets team into Milwaukee, it'd probably be a good idea because it would help those hitters a ton. Uh, and if you look at Guerrero, I mean, he has struggled against lefties. He's giving up a 192 ISO, uh, 324 Woba. You know, it's not your ideal, uh, you know, uh, gas can or anything. I mean, he's not getting blown up completely, but he's definitely having his struggles. Uh, giving up a hard hit percentage against righties at 39% compared to lefties at 32%. I know he's struggling against both sides of the plate, though, and uh, I just trust that these lefties will find a way to get it done. Uh, I, I kind of like some of these guys here. If you look at uh, Jay Bruce at 3.5K, Conforto at 3.9K, these are just two cheaper price tags for these guys. Uh, even Estrubal Capera at 3.8K. So uh, don't sleep on the Mets. I think they're an interesting stack here. Uh, you know, at least the lefties just load up on them. And uh, I know that Brewers' bullpen is kind of good too. That is my one worry. But uh, I, again, I, I think they're interesting plays. They're not ones I'm going to get too much exposure to but uh i think those lefties uh we had a couple shots of some nice home run uh home run calls here so uh, like i said i like conforto and jay bruce those are my two favorite lefties here uh and uh on the brewer side i really need to see what their lineup is and kind of see uh like i'm just gonna try target target the guys that have speed and power as well so probably like guys like vr uh, I don't hate a Travis Shaw just because he's a, such a good uh, bat. And then maybe like a Lorenzo Kane or something like that. But again, I don't want to go too crazy. Uh, this is not one of my favorite games to target. Let's go to one of my favorite games to target. Cincinnati Reds, Colorado Rockies, 11.5 total. And this is Sal Romano against John Gray. And, uh, you know, I want to get a ton of exposure to this game and load up on these bats. The first bats I want to look at are the Rockies bats. Uh, they're they're my favorite side, obviously. You know they got a huge total. Uh, definitely a bunch of talented hitters going against Sal Romano, and uh, I just think getting the lefties is where, where we want to target him. If you look at the plate IQ uh, on Roto Grinders, we got a 358 wOBA, we got a 198 ISO uh, against lefties. Uh, average uh, exit velocity is 888. 88.6 and then uh you know definitely struggling a ton uh walking 11 percent of batters compared to 17.9 percent k rate i mean there's definitely a ton of struggles hard hit percentage at 35 uh i know sal romano he's been good against righties so i'm not really looking at the righties as much like the trevor stories and aronados i don't feel like i have to jam in or anything like that i think it's more so looking at these lefties if i could pay for charlie blackman i would love to pay for charlie blackman the problem is i don't know if i'll be able to pay up for him so i'll probably be looking at like the cheap lefties and like david Dahl and Gerardo Parr. Kind of getting exposure through those guys. And uh, just like I said, looking at those Colorado lefties as much as I can, that's really what I'm going to try my best to do. And this Reds bullpen isn't good too. So if you want to throw on righties, I get it. It just depends if you can kind of fit it and make it work. Because again, uh, they're going to be expensive, right? Aronado, he's expensive around the industry. Same with Trevor Story. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of it for the Rocky side of the ball. Red side, I mean, John Gray is not a guy I want to you know target a ton, but he's definitely had his struggles this year. I mean, if you look at the 2017 and 2018 numbers, uh, let, let's just do this. Is, this will be a fun exercise. So look at the numbers on him, right? He had an XFIP in the you know last uh, season and a half of 3.32. Uh, been uh, you know pretty good overall. But then if you look at the 2018 numbers, I'm sure it's not good. Actually, no, it's been pretty good. Uh, 3.16. So that's actually pretty surprising because it seems like he's had his struggles. Uh, he's definitely had his struggles though against lefties. You can obviously tell in 2018. Look at the plate IQ. Uh, 0.360 Woba, uh, 259 ISO, just getting crushed by left-handed pitching, which, uh, you know, 
I expect to obviously improve. Uh, John Gray is a pretty good pitcher in my opinion. Uh, and pitching in cores, he does a pretty good job of it. And uh, the lefties are obviously going to be ones to worry about. And some of the power that they have on this team is like Joey Votto. Uh, you know, Scooter Jeanette, surprisingly, is one of the power hitters on this team uh, this year. Scott Shebler. So those are the guys I'd look to target. I wouldn't mess with the righties like Eugenio Suarez, Jose Peraza. I really look to target a lot of these lefties. Uh, I wouldn't mess around with Jesse Winker that much because it just doesn't seem like there's a lot of power and pop there. I know he hit a home run the other day, but... Uh, I don't know. He is cheap though. So if he helps make your stack work, I don't hate it. Cause obviously if he gets on base, which he, he finds his way on base enough where, uh, it can obviously correlate if Joey Votto hits him in or anyone else. So, uh, if you want to do a red stack, you can, uh, I'm not going to do it on this lane. I don't think you need to, uh, I might in my cash games, you know, mix in a couple guys just because they have, they have decent price tags, but I don't, I don't know. It is cores. You can always stack it up. So, uh, but I'd rather stack up the Rocky side of the ball if I could. Uh, but if you want to stack it again, it's cores. You can always stack it. It's always fair game. Uh, anything can happen in cores field. So let's go on to the next game. We got the Arizona Diamondbacks, Oakland Athletics, uh, seven and a half total and two really good lefties on the mound against each other. Uh, seems like a good game. For pitching, if you want to target the pitching here, uh, I wouldn't argue it. I think it's a pretty good spot for Manaya. I kind of like going to him maybe a little bit here. Uh, this Arizona offense has been struggling a ton. Definitely a team that we want to be targeting, I think. So uh, I think for the price tag of Manaya at 8.6K, feel like you're getting a bargain too. I really like Manaya in this spot in cash games and tournaments. Manaya has had a little bit of struggles against Rays this year, but again, this Diamondbacks offense has not been that great. I know Jake Lamb is obviously back, right? The offense is starting to look a little bit better, but no no um, A.J. Pollock is obviously going to hurt this team. I mean, I think this is a good spot. You know, it's in Oakland, too. Good park for pitchers. I think Manaya is going to be a really good uh, good play to look at here. Patrick Corbin, he's definitely came back to reality a little bit, right? Especially his price tag at 9.7K. Uh, I do think you can target him, though, uh, for sure here. He, uh, the Oakland offense losing Chris Davis is obviously going to hurt a ton. Sure, they're going to do their best to get right-handed heavy, but uh, there is some upside here for Corbin, uh, so I would look to him too in tournaments. I think this is a spot where you just kind of look, you don't touch the hitters, and you just look at the hitters as uh, good tournament options and okay cash game options. I like Manai a little bit more than Corbin. Next game on the slate, we got the Minnesota Twins and the Seattle Mariners. And, uh, you know, we got Fernando Romero, who's uh, not a terrible pitcher, uh, but we don't need to be playing him on this slate. And then we got James Paxton, who, man, I like a lot. And he's definitely going to be in the conversation against Max Scherzer. He's like the guy you probably uh, have the debate with, right? I think if you look at any of these aces today, uh, like I said, there's a lot of aces on the mound. If there's any I have the conversation with right now, I think it's with Paxton. I think he's the guy that I kind of look to debate it with it and really consider maybe playing but ultimately i want to be playing max i know DraftKings is really expensive at 14 uh you know 14 uh, k geez he is so expensive over there but i'm gonna do my best to make him work if i can uh but paxton is a two thousand dollar discount against the minnesota twins vegas agrees to 3.09 run total that's a pretty low total here uh, I mean, this Twins offense too, we don't, you know, they don't have a lot of lefties in there. There looks like Miguel Sano might be back though, uh, but there are a lot of strikeouts with Miguel Sano. He had to keep that in mind. He's a guy that strikes out a ton and obviously first game back, that could obviously be a concern too. So, uh, I don't know, in Seattle, great ballpark too. There's a lot of K upside here, especially if they, you know, throw out a lot of their lefties that can struggle. I don't know. Paxton's a really interesting option for $2,000 less, uh, on DraftKings, it's going to be a real conversation to have. Uh, 
I'm playing more of FanDuel, so it's uh, not as much conversation in my opinion. Well, he is cheap on FanDuel too. He's, uh, you know, two thousand. I forgot, forgot they ruined his price over there. They always mess up with his price tag on FanDuel. I don't know why. Paxton is just way too cheap, but he's $2,300 cheaper there. So if it helps get in the bats, it, you could feel squeezed to kind of, uh, you know, you could be pressed for salary. So it kind of depends on how lineups come out. That's why I love these 15 game slates. Uh, again, I know it's, uh, you know, it's very early when I'm recording this podcast, but looking for lineups is going to be really important and uh, will help make like final decisions, uh, especially between like guys like Scherzer and Paxson, looking to see what kind of lineup the Marlins and the Twins kind of put out will help kind of help me make that uh, final decision, I believe. But man, that's going to be a really good tournament option in Paxson uh, and a good cash game option just kind of have to see what the lineup twins roll out uh so yeah load up on him I'd want to make sure to be overweight on him today for sure uh these Seattle bats I really don't have too much interest in them I just think you kind of do your best to stay away uh maybe Kyle Seager is a cheap lefty uh you know Nelson Cruz he's a really good price tag uh so I don't hate that uh, let's see what his price is. Fandle is 3.2K, which is crazy. Uh, DraftKings, he's 4K. Uh, it's just crazy to see Nelson Cruz at that price tag. So obviously, I don't hate getting term exposure to him at that price. I don't think he's like a cash game option, but you can start, yeah, 7.2K on Fantasy Draft. I mean, that's just way too cheap. So uh, Nelson Cruz, he's not out of the picture completely. So I don't want to uh, sleep on that at all. Last game of the slate, we got the San Diego Padres and the Los Angeles Dodgers. We got Clayton Richard against uh, Ross Stripling. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not that interested in this game. Uh, You know, West Coast game, very, you know, just low temperatures. Don't really have too much interest in the hitters. Don't really want to be targeting Stripling or uh, Richard too much. I don't know. It just seems like a game I just kind of do my best to stay away from if i play anything it's probably stripling like if there's any one player i probably look to stripling just to target this padres uh offense i kind of want to see what stripling's pitch count would be uh stripling is definitely a guy that uh i think is definitely in play we got the padres offense that strikes out a ton against righties i do worry about the pitch count for him sure last game out there he had he did a phenomenal job uh had 96 pitch count uh you know had a great score against the washington nationals had nine k's game before that against cincinnati had seven k's i mean the strikeouts will be there uh, i could easily see stripling even just going like five innings six k's and i mean for this price 7.2 k i mean i don't hate it obviously uh we want to get a cheap if we're playing max scherzer we want to get in a cheap pitcher with him so uh he could be one of them to consider and there hasn't been a cheap pitcher i've like you know fallen in love with or anything like that so um he might be the guy i kind of look to go to because i really don't like a lot of these cheap uh you know options here on this slate but uh i don't know even john gray is kind of appealing a little bit just because the strikeout upside he can have against a cincinnati team that's striking out a ton so uh yeah i don't know stripling is definitely in play for me probably a guy that i will look to target a little bit more of my thing about, like I said, it's the Padres offense. Uh, they have a 3.14 run total too. Uh, definitely going to be uh, no offenses here for me and just Ross Stripling, and I'll kind of move on from that game. That about wrap up the slate, though, guys. Uh, you know, thanks a lot for joining me. Before we get out of here, though, real quick, I just want to give the stack of the day, and uh, I don't know, I don't have a strong take on it. Uh, normally, we do this on the weekend grind. We give our favorite stack. And uh, I don't have a strong take on, like, my favorite stack right now. I mean, obviously, cores, if I could load up, we always keep that off when we do that. But I kind of think an interesting stack. It's maybe not my stack today, but it's an interesting stack. Like, I talked about it a little bit earlier. Like I said, I'm trying my best to play Max Scherzer. I want to get exposure to him. So if I'm doing that, 
Now I'm going to target this White Sox team. I'm going to target Ronaldo Lopez. Hope I get to that bullpen too and, and beat up on them. I'm going to go with this Tiger stack. Just people won't play them. They're obviously not, you know, people look 4.57 run total. They're obviously not the sexiest offense. You know, none of these names are that appealing. But uh, Martin, he is high up on the exit velocity list this year. Uh, he's been crushing the ball. Kesselas hitting the ball well. Uh, you know, Hicks has been hitting well. I don't know. I just think this team is is pretty interesting here just because they're really cheap too, right? If I'm playing Max Scherzer, I need to get a cheap offense. So I'm going to look for a guy, you know, this Tigers offense. And I think they're going to be the team that I consider here. They're going to be my stack of the day. But that about wraps this late, guys. Thanks a lot for joining me. Uh, don't forget, check out SDL Cards webinar at 2.30. It's going to be awesome. It's going to you know give a lot of insight. If you play DFS, which if you're listening to this, you probably play DFS. If you're listening to this, you're, you're probably a DFS player, and you should check it out. Uh, I heard Eric Crane check it out. He's a mass multi-entry guy. And if Eric Crane is checking it out, who plays 150 lineups on a lot of days, you should probably check it out too. Uh, maybe you'll learn something from it and uh, will probably be very valuable. I'll be listening too. So again, thanks a lot for joining me, guys. Don't miss out on the webinar, and I am out of here. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only.